Jesus is coming. And he said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. And behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets, and with those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy in this book, for the time is near. Let the evildoer still do evil, and the filthy still be filthy, and the righteous still do right, and the holy still be holy. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me, to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come, and let the one who is thirsty come, let the one who desires take the water of life without price. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life, and in the holy city, which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. Our text verses are from verses 6 and 18. And he said to me, these words are trustworthy and true, and the Lord, the God of the spirit, spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. Then also, these words, verses Verse 19, and if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. And of course, this is about the revelation of John, but it also has relevance to the whole Bible. You cannot add or include or take away anything from the Word of God. And our topic this evening, even the blind are able to see that the things predicted in God's Word do happen. Even the blind are able to see that the things predicted in God's Word do 
happen. Beloved in our Lord Jesus Christ, have you ever thought about the Bible and what's in the Bible? Why should we believe the Bible? And what's the difference between the Bible and other books? The fourth article of the Belgian Confession of Faith is about what is in the Bible. It's something which we often don't give much thought to. I mean, if I ask you to say what's in the Bible, would you think of the books or maybe about a central topic? And so, Article 4 tells us to be about the books of the Bible. And it tells us that the Bible is canonical. That the Bible is made up of many individual books. And canon means norm or standard. And that's the standard of our lives. And the canon of scriptures refers that the 66 books of the Bible is the authoritative list that a church recognizes as the inspired word of God, inspired by the Holy Spirit, like we've learned last week. And this canon of scripture is also the norm and the practice of our Christian faith and life. We, as Christians, need to read the Bible. Systematic. And we hold this as regulative for our faith and our life and the practice of our life. And so Articles 4, 5, and 6 continues to defend the authenticity of God's Word, but it also tells us more what is in God's Word, that the Word of God is canonical. It means official. It means recognized. Article 4, it's holy, canonical, regulating, founding, the establishment of our faith. Apostle Paul, how can I hear if someone is not preaching? Romans 10. But also that we should not detract from the authority of the Word of God with any other book. We should not, re um, Revelation, take away or add from the Word of God. That's Article 6. But how do I know that the Bible we have today is the truth? How do we know that these are the right 66 books, not the apocryphal books of Article 6? Now, Article 5, we receive the answer. And we believe without a doubt all these things contained in them, not so much because the church receives and approves them as such, but because the Holy Spirit testifies in our hearts that they are from God and because they prove themselves to be from God. And that's scripture by scripture comparison, like we've said last week. Someone also wrote in a commentary on the Belgian Confessions, we have good reasons to think books from God would contain within themselves evidence of their divine origin. And the reformers refer to these divine qualities as indicators. If God is genuinely the one who stands behind these books, then we would expect these books to share God's own qualities. After all, we know that a created world is from God by seeing God's own attributes revealed therein. 
Remember Psalm 90, Belgian Confession, Article 1, Romans 1, verse 20. Likewise, we would expect God's special revelation, His written word, to do the same. And examples of such qualities in God's word would be beauty and excellency. And again, that's Psalm 19, verse 8, Psalm 119, verse 103. God's power, Psalm 119, Hebrews 4, verse 12 to 13. Unity, the New Testament letters. And through these divine qualities, Christians recognize the voice of their Lord and Savior as Jesus himself declared, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And so the confession also teaches that a spirit testifies in our hearts that the Bible is from God. And they prove themselves, all these books, to be from God. And to understand this, we also have church history. During the second century AD after death of our Lord Jesus Christ, Marcion proved the list of his own books of the Bible. And Marcion held that Old Testament God was an evil God. God of wrath. And so he eliminated all books from the Old Testament and those places in the New Testament that, that portrayed God's judgment. Also the book of Revelation. And to answer Marcion, the church formulated the list of books of the Bible. Once and all. The church simply put together all the books that were always recognized as the word of God. Some questions were raised about a few short New Testament books like Jude and the letters of John. But a church determined that they were scripture as well because the word of God and the Holy Spirit testified that they were the word. They had always been recognized as, as apostolic. There was nothing suspicious about their contents. A couple of other books such as the first letter of Clement and the shepherd of Hermas were proposed for inclusion. But the church did not include them because the authors of these books themselves indicate a clear difference between the authority of the apostles. And none of the other books were in circulation and were considered because they were frauds. So we can read it, but the books of the Bible formulated is regulative. And the confession concludes that the church may read Apocrypha as far as they agree with the canonical books, but they have no power and virtue that one could confirm from their testimony any point of faith of the Christian religion. Article 6. The Bible is completed. It's canon. It's authoritative. Nothing can add. No one can distract from the, from, from the Bible. And we can have good faith and belief without a doubt all things contained in the Bible. And so Article 5 gives another reason. For even the blind themselves are able to see that the things predicted in them do happen. And how clear is this? This is our confession as well. We believe that God is in control. And in faith we see that the things predicted in the Bible do happen. 
We look through the lens of the Bible at the world. And even the blind can see that things are coming in fulfillment. The letter of Timothy. In the end days, people will be lovers of themselves. How true is that? We see the abortions and killings of Matthew 2. How that is coming to fruition. The killing of the innocent. We see that with climate change, recession, draconian bills and laws. We see how our faith is attacked. The letters of Peter. And our conclusion will always be, our Lord Jesus Christ is coming. He's our only hope. God gives faith through the Spirit. And so the Bible also tells us that the unbelievers cannot see because they think they can see. That's what Jesus told the Pharisees as well. And in their unbelief, the human concede the belief that they do not need a Savior. But through faith, the Holy Spirit, we believe in the risen Christ, and we believe our Lord Jesus Christ is coming. Therefore, we believe. We look at the world through what the Bible says, but we don't know the time, and the Bible tells us as well, only the Lord knows. But we hold on to the hope. Our Lord Jesus Christ is coming soon. And what does the Bible do? With this question, if we can take something central about the Bible, we know that the Bible centralized in our Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. God's redemption through his son. And that's what Jesus himself does. It's the morning star in verse 16 in Revelation 22. Jesus is the brightest, most radiant, the light of the world, the center of God's word. He was there from the beginning, John 1. He is the Word. He created. He reminded us who He is through the Word of God. He is the living Word of God, and He's coming soon. It's all about the glory of the new heaven and the new earth. So in the first passage of Revelation 22, verses 1 to 5, there was a description of the new heaven and earth that the Lord will create, the fulfillment of all things. The creation that sight and expectation, Romans 8, of the coming of the Lord. And there will be a total recreation, a fulfillment of all promises of God's word, Malachi, when our Lord comes again. Also, Isaiah 65, verse 1, verse 17. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former things shall not be remembered or come into mind. There will be no more sin. New creation. The earth that sighed, that was subjected to fertility, will be set free from its bondage of corruption. Romans 8 verse 21. There won't be a sea anymore. We know that from the Bible as well, Revelation 21. Because the sea is the symbol from where all evil comes from. Revelation 13. And all sin will be destroyed. Revelation 20. Instead, the word tells us there will be a river flowing from the throne of God and the lamb through the middle of the city street. And the river is the water of God's grace in Jesus. And the Lord is inviting us to come and get the living water. That's what Jesus is offering through the gospel. The gospel that's so central in the Bible. And so the origin is always from God and the lamb. The lamb who earned the living water for us. 
on both sides of the river of the New Jerusalem, if you read early in this book, there will be trees. And that tree and the fruit of the tree and the leaves of the tree will be to the healing of all nations. In paradise, there was only one tree, Genesis 2 verse 9. But in New Jerusalem, there are trees on both sides of the river so that everything can eat from its fruit. There won't be sin and death. But everything will be holy, full, and from God's grace. And the throne and the Lamb of God will be in the city. We will see His face and His name will be in our foreheads. Then Jesus addresses us in verse 6 about the trustworthiness of God's word and God's promises. God's word is trustworthy. God's word is true. Next week we will go into that as well. The Lord of God, the Spirit of the prophet, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. And the Lord himself confirmed to his church that his word was given to the apostles as it was given to John. And that the Bible is from God himself. His Holy Spirit testifies about it. It's holy. He's the Lord of the spirits of the prophets. He's the writer. His spirit. His word is holy, divine, authoritative, regulating, and canonical. Belgic Confession, Articles 4, 5, and 6. And so our Lord Jesus Christ himself writes the final chapter, the Bible in chapter 22, and he tells us, verse 7, he's coming soon. Our church, the church of all time, can hold to this. It can be a comfort, and we can look forward to the Lord's return, where the Lord will make everything new. And he also tells us, blessed is everyone who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. And so John was instructed to not seal the book of Revelation, but to reveal it to the church so that we can have hope. Usually, the apocalyptic writings were sealed until the prophecies happened, like Daniel 12 verse 4. But Jesus said, no, the time is near. Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. It can't be hidden or sealed because the fulfillment has already started. That's how you should read the book of Revelation as well. Although it will be completed when the Lord decides, when the Lord comes. And so the book of Revelation is a book of the present, not only the future. And although people do do take note of the book, everything will come in fulfillment. And so every prophecy of the Bible will come in fulfillment. And even the blind, our confession tells us, are able to see that everything will come in fulfillment. Jesus is coming soon. Jesus will bring his reward with him. And Jesus wants in his love that we should proclaim the gospel. We should proclaim the gospel as his church, the same as he was on earth. And the message needs to be proclaimed in all seriousness. Those who reject Jesus will be on the outside of the holy city They will have no fellowship with God. And that's the warning of the Bible as well. The Bible that calls to repentance and faith. But those who come to him and wash their robes in his blood will have the right to the tree of life and they may enter the city by its gates. But outside are the dogs and the sorcerers, the sexually immoral and the murderers, idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. 
the warning of the Bible, do not reject Jesus. He is the grace of God. And it invites, do you know him? He is the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, verse 6. He is the root of the descendant of David, the bright morning star. Jesus himself said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. And we know that the Bible is from the Lord. That Jesus is the word. Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who comes before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to him. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and find pasture. I am the way, I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the root, the descendant of David, the bright morning star. And so we see through the word of God that Jesus was born out of David. Matthew 1. He will give the new Jerusalem as become a man. That's the only way of salvation. And the Lord controls everything. His word that he testified through his spirit. He controls the history. He controls the future. But the Bible also tells us and concludes with a severe warning. He will come soon. He will come as a judge. Therefore, the Holy Spirit and the church call, and we pray for the Lord to come. We need to expect our Lord Jesus Christ daily. And so the Holy Spirit is mentioned because the Holy Spirit testifies in our hearts. And the Holy Spirit tells us to pray, come Lord Jesus. Romans 8 verse 26, we also know the Spirit helps us in our weakness we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groaning too deep for words. The Lord promises in his word that he will come soon, that everything will be fulfilled, that the words and every prophecy will be fulfilled when our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. But what does the Lord want us to do? He wants us to pray. He wants us to proclaim the gospel. He wants his bride to be ready for when the groom comes. And so the word of God assures us. The, Lord of, the word of the Lord comforts us. But also, the word and the spirit testify. They are the two witnesses of Revelation 11. That all the books are from God. They are regulative. They are canonical of our faith. And a Christian reads the Bible. A Christian holds on to God's word. And a Christian proclaim in faith that even the blind are able to see that the things predicted in them to happen. There's so much more we can say. But we can confess. Sola Scriptura. The word alone. Amen. Let us pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we pray that your church will be busy with your word that we will study your word, that we will hold your word close to your hearts, that we will read, that we will attend the worship service, also the sermons, and that we will proclaim the gospel, the life-saving gospel, that Jesus is the only way needed to be saved. Father, we pray as your word teaches us that our Lord should come soon, 
And we pray, come Lord Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen.